You're listening to the Ambition Incubator podcast, and I'm your host, Deirdre Morrison. I'll be sharing some bite-sized brain science, thought-provoking questions, and mind-bending ideas about how our brains work, change, learn, and adapt, and how we can use the knowledge emerging from the field of neuroscience to open up new possibilities and make the progress we want in all areas of our lives. Hey everyone, and thanks for dropping by this week's podcast. I'm absolutely delighted to have with me today somebody that I've known for a long time. Francesca Biondi is a native of Italy, and she has lived in Northern Ireland for 20 years. During that time, Francesca's work has changed from being a strategist for arts groups to being a gallery owner. She now works with emerging Northern Ireland artists to uh, promote their work and to encourage people to buy more art. Today, we're going to talk about the journey from being someone who provides a service for someone to being someone who needs that service yourself and why it doesn't often occur to us that we should get somebody else to do it. Hi, Francesca, and thank you for joining us today for um, an episode of the podcast. It's great to see you. Great to see you, Didi. That's fantastic. I'm really excited about this conversation and then see where we will go with it. (laughs) Indeed. So first of all, Francesca, um, you do something rather unusual. So I would love to hear a little bit about what it is that you're doing now and um, how that came about. Yeah. I run Gallery 545, which is an online and pop-up gallery specializing in contemporary art of Northern Ireland. I always been passionate about art, visual arts in particular, since I was in my early 20s. And then when I moved here to Northern Ireland about 20 years ago, I started to work with artists and I realized how many talented artists were actually based here in Northern Ireland. Artists from here, artists who moved here. So, and um, some years ago, I took a career break and I started uh, organizing exhibitions for fun. And then I realized that that could uh, become a business, a gallery could become a business, um, supporting and promoting local artists here, but also to make art more accessible and affordable, because I don't think you need to spend a fortune to have some beautiful art pieces in your home or start collecting them. Mm. So that's, that seems like a really um, collaborative and win-win sort of situation where you've got you're, you're helping t- new and emerging artists and also the people who want to get um, into collecting or buying or having b- just art in their homes. They can also jump on there as well at that that really nice entry point. That sounds amazing. Um, and uh, it, it is it has become a business, isn't that right? It's, it's something that you started as as a hobby, but it has become a business. And that yes. sounds like um, a, a bit of a journey. And I, I think a, a lot of people will probably relate to this. You know, they're doing something that they're passionate about and then they're they're wondering what the transition is um, and how they can actually make it into something that is is more professional, more full time. And yes, that, mm-hmm. that I guess is one of the things that we're going to try and tease out today, you know, because yes, you, you have a background in developing strategy for businesses. Yes, for art businesses. yes. Isn't that right? Uh-huh. Yes. 
And I, my, I have background skills as well that I know that I should use in my business and mm. I don't always use them. So <laughs> this is where we're coming to today. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> About, uh, we, we, we have these, these same phrases in both English and in Italian, isn't that right? We discovered mm. this yesterday that um, mm-hmm. the, the shoemaker's children go barefoot is our, ver- our version. Um, and yours is, what, what's it in Italian? Yes, the cobbler's shoes are always broken. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So this is the question, I guess, today that I'd love to explore with you. Um, Mm. Why is it that we have these skills and sometimes we find them easier to apply to other people's businesses and other people's projects than our own? Have you found this? Is this something that's come up for you? Yes. Uh, and I thought about it, why did I do that? And I came up with a few answers, but I'm not too sure. Maybe there could be others. Now, um, as I told you um, before, you know, I was working uh, for an arts organisation here in Belfast and I was a business development manager there. So I was well used to write business plans, corporate plans of one year, three years. And, uh, yeah, the arts organisation heavily relied on public funding, but we have a a social enterprise element generating income. Mm -hmm. So I was selling projects and uh, had all these amazing business plans and then uh, approved by the Arts Council, Belfast Council, and then they deprived, actually, my my work. And then uh, when I, I started... Uh, the what well, the gallery gallery five for five was initially a project, and uh, so I, as I said, I started organizing exhibitions and selling some artworks just for fun. So I didn't have really a business plan back then. But then when I decided to develop it as a business, that's where you know business plans came up to my mind. But um, I was advised you know, by Invest and I and other uh, business consultants that to start with, what I really needed was market research, find out uh, what my unique selling points were, uh, think about uh, my vision, my mission, my finance plan. And then I had that, that all these elements in place, but I said to start with, not just to have only those forever. And um, I... So I knew what I wanted to do and why I wanted to do it, how my business was different from the others. But I never had really uh, a business plan with all aims, objectives mm. and uh, specific targets. I had sure my milestones and some targets, but never had everything on paper. Yeah. And uh, I thought that I didn't need to because everything was in my head. <laughs> but to hold the whole business plan in your head is uh, maybe it's a bit too much. Yeah, that's asking quite a lot. I mean, you'd really need to be totally switched on all the time to be able yeah. to access all of that. So yeah, it's 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 it's, it's something I think is you know we have we have this knowing doing gap. Uh, do you know that phrase? Mm-hmm. Like we know what we should do, but we still don't yes. do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's it's funny because, I mean, I've definitely had a very similar experience. Um, I was writing a website a couple of years ago for something that I was doing, mm-hmm. and I struggled so much with writing the copy for that website. Not because I can't, I mean, I've, I've done uh, various kinds of copywriting and so on for clients for a long time, and I'm quite happy to do that for another organization, for someone else. Um, But as soon as it comes to turning that spotlight on myself and me being my own client, 
it's a very different situation. And it's almost like, you know, we get to a stage where we can't see the wood for the trees, you know, we're, we're like, we're, we're so, um, th there are so many things going on that we just don't have that ability to step above that and, you know, get a big picture, you know, know what it is that's important to tell people. We, we have all the details, they're all crammed in there and we can't distinguish uh, anymore between what's important to talk about and what's not. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, Yes, I think it's it's easier anyway, just for um, an outsider, for someone uh, who's not so uh, absorbed yes. in what you do to see all the positives and negatives of what you're doing, what's already there and what's missing. And then, as you said, you were too busy just, you know, doing and that's... Um, the, you said there were so many things going on and I was the same for me I was too busy doing instead of writing I was thinking yes of course I was but doing 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 that was my main focus mm. yeah and uh, yeah it's just uh, also I felt I had felt before the business plans were something for me to do to show to others yeah. Instead of just thinking, oh, that's what I need. And then that's the same element. You do this for others just to show them what they need because you have the knowledge and you think that everything is in your head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it is. Um, there is something in that, isn't there, that uh, we, we have to... I guess, buy into these things ourselves as well, you know, um, and whether mm. it is the strategy or whether it is the um, the messages that we're creating it to, with our websites, with our, our marketing materials, with anything like that, that we actually have to very much buy into and believe these things. Um, and I think this is this is one of the reasons maybe that, you know, our, our thinking gets clouded on it. We might have some maybe beliefs about what it is that we're doing or what it is that other people might think that we're doing or you know we've got a lot of stuff going on there that does need to be teased out and it's sometimes easier when you've got a sounding board or like you say an external uh, person to yes. look at that and go yeah and and that's what mm. I did actually because I have a business plan now and I'm developing and reviewing it so what happens just you know in 2019 I focused on the development of the business there was so much work that went into uh, branding into the building the website and looking at digital marketing because I felt that I had um, a good knowledge of marketing to put together a marketing strategy but um, even if I didn't <laughs> everything was in my head again but I needed some help with digital marketing and then uh, the um, I, you know I was already selling I was already organizing successful exhibitions I, I had a tremendous feedback coming from uh, some collectors some buyers um, people you know some some leading figures in the not-for-profit sector as well and, and artists because I really value their opinion but then in 2020 when you know I was supposed to have a jump like I, I was supposed to bring the gallery at another level and then COVID, mm -hmm. you know, made up mm -hmm. on my plans, you know, all our fairs were being scrapped and major exhibitions were cancelled. So it was me and the website. And then, uh, as you know, uh, what really um, makes 
things difficult for businesses are uncertain things. You know, the fact that you're spending so much time making plans and scrapping them and then making new ones and scrapping them again. And then there's a plan A, B, C, D, and then it goes uh, to implant Z, maybe. So I was so tired at the end of 2020. And then I decided that, no, I felt, because I was so tired, I felt so exhausted. I thought that maybe my head was no longer clear enough to see uh, my business with a, in a more objective perspective. So I said, really, I thought I thought really I needed some help. So I went to Women in Business and I, because they have a mentoring program and I asked to uh, join the program and then be supported by a mentor. And that was my uh, great idea because <laughs> I, they, they, they found a mentor for, for me, a fantastic business consultant. She has had experience of working with startups and, uh, uh, and, and other businesses at the different stage nationally and internationally. So she, the first thing that she asked me was, do you have a business plan? I say, actually, oh. no, because <laughs> everything is in my head. Yes, I have a financial plan and I measure milestones and targets. And then I know where I'm standing in the market. I know there's a gap in the market, but no, I don't. I say, well, then write one. So, say, well, can yes. I ask you, um, what, now that you have that strategy in place, what has that given you? Mm-hmm. How, how has it changed your, um, your view of things and your, your approach and maybe your state of mind about your business yeah you need a, a business plan really the aims and objectives because it, it helps you to see all the different areas of work see what's working and what's not working and then if there, you have a crisis like a covid crisis it helps you to see your business uh, in different chunks, in mm-hmm. different boxes, and even if you know the the, the 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 borders are quite fluid, you know the there are movements from one box to another. But you have you know where to where the problem is, where to address it. And if you can't if you can't focus on that element because it's not gonna win new clients, then you move to another. I think he, and also I think he, he, having a business plan helps me to focus my my work and to give priorities as well because before I felt I was going into working Mm. on too many elements at the same time so you focus on what's needed now and then it helped me really to make a a work plan and then not to feel Mm. overwhelmed all the times about having to look after all the different elements of the, of the plan or different elements of the, of the, of really of my business at the same time. So I feel more confident when I to address problems when, when I have one. And then I also feel uh, more, more efficient mm. in doing it. And then I have more energy yeah. to do it. You know, as there's well. something that's kind of rattling around in my mind here as well. Um, and I know this this was the case for me. It may have been the case for you, too. And it's probably the case for some other people um, that when there is something that you have the skills to do, you probably feel like you should do it yourself. <laughs> and then, of course, we we don't. We have that knowing doing gap. Um, but was there something or is there a point that you think, right, OK, this is a good indicator for somebody out there who's trying to do it all themselves, but 
this is a good indicator that maybe it's time for you to look at getting somebody with an, a fresh perspective and an oversight um, who can come in and help you pick out the important steps or do that um, copywriting or help you make that strategy. But getting that clear vision from an outside person. Yes, it's fundamental because I think your know, business plans is for you, but I also mm. it's also to get some feedback from other people. For me, it was fundamental because uh, sometimes you know your expectations mm. can be too high, and then you feel you are failing because your expectations are realistic. But on the other hand, you can be also too too complacent about what you're doing, and you think you're doing mm. well when actually you're not. So having external perspective uh, is really helpful to see, to make you see, you know, the, the situation yeah. more objectively. And of course, when we get to that stage where we're sort of stuck, we, we feel like we should have done this by now or we um, will get to it at some stage, it becomes a point of procrastination, doesn't it? And it becomes something that holds back the rest of the mm -hmm, business nice. because we're not actually putting... Um, this key part into into play and we're, we're you know <laughs> we're maybe um, putting it off because we for some reason don't feel like we can do it ourselves adequately or properly even though we can do it for other people and there's that disconnect there um, but yeah fi so finding that way to just remove that obstacle um, it, it seems to be something that is really important to be aware of that we don't have to do everything we, we can just look for the right person to help us through that that next step to, as you said, get up to the next level with it. Yes, right person or, yeah. or people, really, because, of course, yeah, I think it's great to have a consultant to, you know, to give you some um, really some you know, knowledge. It's important to have a knowledgeable person to get major insight about your plan but you know your friends your networks can help you as well there's always someone there spotting something which is mm, yeah which and can be improved that, that network and community and so on that is very very important as well isn't it i think a lot of people do struggle with um you know if, if they are the first person in their group of friends or family or whatever who has started a business and that's quite often the case that they don't necessarily have that understanding or support. And that's something else that I think, you know, we do need to make sure that we we have that pool of understanding people around us to to keep us going. <laughs> yes. Is that your experience as well? Because you said, you know, you didn't in you didn't do for yourself what you were doing for others before. So what happened? Oh, um, yeah, for me, it was the uh, it was like I was saying when I was doing a website, um, for a project I was involved in a couple of years ago and I knew what I needed to say. I knew what um, the messages were that I needed to create. But for some reason, I just couldn't um, I couldn't be concise enough. I couldn't peel away the unnecessary elements. Um, and I eventually I met a really lovely copywriter um, who understood inside out what it was that I was trying to do, what it was that I was trying to say. And I had a long conversation with her and then she just went away and turned out this thing. And I guess I was slightly afraid that, you know, somebody would create words that didn't feel like they were mine. But she understood so well and she came back with this beautiful piece of copywriting and it was amazing. It was, I was so proud of it and it was lovely. And that relief and that ability to just let go 
of having, you know, trying to think that I should be doing this as well. Um, there was somebody there who was obviously better able to do what I needed than I was. Um, so trying to hold on to that task was actually holding me back. Yes, no, I understand that. So the importance, again, of having someone, uh, having mm. a look what you're doing, understand what you're doing, mm. and then provide some major inputs about what you're doing well and what needs to be improved. Mm. So important, isn't it? It really is. And I think, you know, from my perspective, having been through that, and I'm, I, I don't know, maybe it's the, the same for you, you might have a different view on it, but I think that knowing that these uh, little blocks come up and they they sort of sit with us as procrastination I think in a lot of instances mm. that when we hit that point where there's something and it is still on the to-do list after a few weeks or a few months then we probably need to think okay why is that there what am I what am I not thinking about this what is worrying me about doing this um, and maybe that's the point in time where we should consider getting another pair of eyes on it at least Yes. And I think sometimes, you know, when you are on your own and not, you don't have any pressure working on some areas instead of others, why do I tend to do? I've seen that. I focus on, on the areas I like most. <laughs> 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 and then those areas I really enjoy to work on and, uh, you know, postpone, procrastinate all those which are going to give me a headache. Mm. And I know which ones they yeah. are. Yeah. And I, I suppose this is the thing as well. You know, we all have um, this kind of big picture of our business, this kind of mm -hmm. um, very uh, what, what, you know, what we know is kind of right brain, creative view of what's going on. Yes. And then the uh -huh. other side of our brain um, is, well, metaphorically anyway, the other side of it is, you know, the organization and the planning and all the rest of it. And some of us are really, really good at that naturally. And others I would have to put my hand up here, <laughs> maybe not quite so good at that, but it's trying to get those two aspects of our skills and our personalities to marry up and to say, OK, you know what, let's if if we're not strong in one side or the other there, let's delegate some of that. Let's let's get that support that we need, because there's absolutely no point in trying to, um, you know, be the internal equivalent of all things to all men if it is going to just block our progress. Yes, yeah, sure, because we all have different skills, uh, different abilities. There are some areas of work we like most than others, and some areas of work where we don't have any knowledge, any expertise. Mm. And then being a, uh, an entrepreneur is a, a massive learning curve. Oh, yes. There's so much more than uh, that you have done before and uh, that you need to do. So it's a steep learning curve. And then there's no way that you are. You can be an expert of all the different elements that you need uh, to know and have skills in uh, to run a business. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you have to rely on others and then uh, if you don't have any employees, because, you know, when you start, chances are that you are a sole trader, you need consultants, you need you need to talk to people because, you know, there's so many people that will give you their advice for free. Um, it's just that I've seen that with other friends or other people I have in my personal professional networks. We like to talk. Um, mm -hmm. And we can help each other because uh, sometimes I feel uh, I've, I've talked to other people 
sometimes we feel isolated. It's us with our, our business, with our thoughts and our laptop or computer, whatever it is, it's always, you're always on your own, but you are not on your own. I think it's important to reach out. Oh, I totally 100% agree with you. And the the concept of, you know, masterminding um, and getting a few heads together to, to talk about the issues that we're facing um, and to solve problems together is it's such a joy on so many levels. Um, anyway, Francesca, we are out of time. I knew that would just fly past, <laughs> but it has done once again. Um, so I am so pleased that we've had this time to chat about this. And uh, I hope that we will get to talk again soon. Yes, it's been brilliant. Um, so I really enjoyed this conversation. And Dana, it's great to know that I'm not the only one doing it. <laughs> well, this is the thing, isn't it? Very rarely are we the only one. <laughs> I think we just we just have to we have to accept that you know if if there's something that um, is going on for us, it's very probably going on for other people too. And yeah, the more the more we realise that it is not just in our own heads, um, then the easier it becomes. Anyway, Francesca, thank you again. I'm going to, um, I'm going to cut this now and uh, I will see you on the other side. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us today and uh, just check the show notes for all the details as usual and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Ambition Incubator podcast, your weekly source for brain science tools, tips, and techniques. Thanks for taking the time to tune in. It's why I want to make sure that every single episode contains game changers with the potential to elevate your performance and enjoyment to the next level in all areas of life. If you want to catch up between shows, check the show notes for my links. Meanwhile, if you hit subscribe right now, you'll always be first to hear when the next episode is available. Until then, my friend, imagine the possibilities.